That sounds like a euphemism. Is she, you know, a fan of turn of the century women's <laughs> boxing? Is she a women's boxing enthusiast? You know. Is she a women's boxing enthusiast? And honestly, yes. They have nothing better to do. Except love Elena and solve murder mysteries. God, I can't believe how much of the Salvatore brothers can be explained by just going, well, they don't have jobs. I do want to believe that that night when he ran into the mist, he ran 3,000 miles. stupid little white person half jog into the woods after he rips this woman. Hi, I'm Morgan. And I'm Elle. And this is <laughs> The Vampire, Vampire Journals. Journals. Episode 16 of season three, 1912. 1912. Because a lot of the episode flashes back to that year for reasons that are insane, but we get to know a great character. But um, since this episode <laughs> spans so much uh, time and content, we did, of course, have to bring in uh, one expert instead of our usual mm -hmm. two. Bridget is at a convention for people who are experts in uh, 10 plus subjects. Uh, but mm -hmm. Hannah. Oh, and I'm here. So uh, Bridget's at a convention <laughs> for people who are experts in more than 10 subjects. Uh -huh. So we got Hannah. Yeah, well, who, you weren't invited back after the incident. I'm capped out at nine. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the incident. Uh, <laughs> the real excuse is that Bridget um, is busy planning for her wedding in October. Yeah, Bridget's getting married. So yeah. the next few episodes, Bridget won't be around because she's very busy. Mm. Oh, yeah. So for any super fans who are in love with Bridget, there will be one moment mm -hmm. when someone says, probably... Does anyone object mm -hmm. to this union yeah. or whatever? And if you'd like to burst into the chapel at that moment, just email us at vampirejournalist at gmail.com and we will help coordinate that. Yeah, I will be up <laughs> at the altar. So I'll have a good vantage point mm -hmm. to help uh, question mark. I don't know. Like, I feel like... Uh, I mean, if someone did that at Bridget's wedding, how would you react genuinely? And it was a stranger, someone you'd never met. I would be like, oh, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If I had the if I had the presence of mind, I might pull out a phone and start recording. Oh, yeah. Is absolutely. that terrible? No, I honestly... Okay, this is like... No, this is normal, I think. Mm. I would be a little happy for Bridget. Because that that's is like, like, oh, someone's obsessed with that's you. That's a lot of hubbub on your big day. Yeah. Like, like Bridget loves to tell a story mm. where like where it's about her being smart or hot. Like, yeah. And getting to turn a suitor down on your wedding day. <laughs> oh my god, our wedding. Yeah. Mm. No, one of my fans like <laughs> was like in love with me was, like, based in love on with me. my personality totally and the sound of my voice. To, like, disrupt the the ceremony and then yeah no i would i would totally yeah. be in like bff mode like mm -hmm. get out of here are you for free? sure for sure you pervert listening to this right now are you an expert in disrupting weddings <laughs> obviously everything that i've said right now is super related to the episode of the vampire diaries we're here to discuss today go on connect um and I would be such a good uh, person to have to help fight away a crazy mm -hmm. fan because I'm a fan of strong women, which Bam. is also why I'm here today as an enthusiast for turn of the century women's boxing. Hell yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. Is she, you know, a fan of turn of the century women's <laughs> boxing? Is she a woman's boxing enthusiast? You know. Is she a woman's boxing enthusiast? And honestly, yes. Mm. Like the... <laughs> 
to the euphemism, <laughs> literally it, and yeah. metaphorically. Yeah. Um, this episode had a uh, sage whom has whom I've fallen in love with. Yeah, yes, who, absolutely. Who punched her way into, uh, our into, the, into our hearts. Punched her way into our hearts. Um, I'll never be the same. <laughs> um, no, I. Oh my God! What an absolute glorious yeah. creature that they put on our screens. Yeah, yeah. And okay, we're gonna spend this episode all loving Sage. So I just want to say the one grim thing, and we'll get it out of the way. Um, realistically, uh-huh. how long do you think she'll last before she's killed? On this show. Next episode. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I'm, my guess. Because, I'm thinking three episodes. Because, okay, Total. so she's not in present day. Like, we've only ever seen her mm. through 1912 flashbacks. Yeah. yeah because yeah. this episode is called 1912. Yes. I think she'll show up. I think that she's, like, too ceremonious of a character to not show up next episode or the one after. See, but we've... we've if they're trying to, like, track down the ring, We've maybe? gotten got before. I mean, they they killed yeah. Gina Torres so fast. That's true. Well, we know That's where true. the two rings are. Jeremy and uh, I. Yeah, maybe yeah. something... Like, but if they want to do research about the past, maybe they'll try mm. and track her down. Well, That's maybe. my best... They, okay. okay. Vampires are great historians. Damon yeah. and Stefan have been talking about her exclusively in the past tense. I yeah. think... I think they have... They don't think she's alive. No, that's no. like that's the vibe that I'm getting, and honestly, or they don't care if she's alive. Okay, here's Which, I sh- why. <laughs> I know how are you not like still obsessed with this woman? Literally, like the fact they that no like taste. that he was still obsessed with Catherine, mm. and then this woman was there, and he wasn't like immediately the course of his life changed trajectory. He could have switched I mean, it, tracks pretty seamlessly and chose not to. I mean, yeah. it kind of did. She it did. She taught him how to feed like vampire 101 which is how to be a predator but that's not about basically. her you know like i want his life to be about her now yeah yeah <laughs> just like I all see what about Catherine. Mm. yeah i see what you're saying he was already living his life for a dynamic forceful woman yeah 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 he but just, this one literally punches yeah this one literally mm. punches and doesn't look like a teenager <laughs> um so therefore she's gross ew uh, um yeah an ancient woman of adult age uh, i also uh, ancient woman uh, ancient, uh, ancient woman. woman um i also like don't want to see her in modern day styling i feel like it would be absolutely crushing <sighs> yeah to see she, her she looks so phenomenal that turn of the, the century style where women's hair was just piled on top of their head i yeah. actually love it no mm-hmm. she looks so good so mm-hmm. for this character has just like a pile of curly red hair and then a long braid yes coming off of it and um we do in this episode see her in an old-timey boxing ring in a pair in sort of like a corset sports bra top so and some like incredible and some like jorts not jorts, not jorts but like yeah, long but like, shorts yeah it's like old-timey an long old-timey shorts. it is a athletic outfit good look to be it's quite incredible. honest. She looks so good. She's, she looks so good. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'll fight any man who says he can beat me. A hundred dollars to any man who can beat me. Yeah. It's we, definitely because she's a vampire. Yeah, but that's, which I'll is take it. iconic. Yeah. Performance enhancing vampirism. <laughs> um, Before we get into the start of the why? episode. <laughs> she's so great. <laughs> um, we do have some information about this episode okay. and I feel like we should get it out of the way before we talk about the episode. Yes. It's, I would I say will, I will time it maybe like, Oh yeah. We'll give it like a 10 it is, It's time. also like, related because it is a gay woman who wrote this. Oh, character. true. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, this is the kind of like 
cool woman that I feel like yeah. not only a gay woman could have written, but it's not surprising to find out. Sure, right? Yeah. Sure there's, ain't. there's been some stuff in the news about the woman who wrote this episode. Yeah. So the woman who wrote this episode's name is Elizabeth Finch. If you Google, um, okay, anything that I say about her will be taken from a Vanity Fair article called Scene Stealer, The True Lies of Elizabeth Finch. Um, which goes really into detail about the fact that this woman was, I don't want to with, I don't know a better term than pathological liar, but I'm not diagnosing anyone. Um, I would say Munchausen's maybe is also part. Yeah. But she lied about a lot more than, yeah, no, absolutely. But that's another famously. So she was a writer on the vampire diaries, um, a writer and producer on Grey's Anatomy. And I think she also worked on true blood and famously a couple of years ago was exposed for um faking having cancer for like the entirety of the time she wrote on Grey's Anatomy and also for lying about a bunch of other stuff um, like her brother yeah she lied about her brother attempting suicide she lied about like a bunch of other medical complications I think at yeah. one point she may have lied about having to have an abortion because mm-hmm. she like as part of the cancer story she was like oh I got pregnant but I'd have to stop chemo if I kept the baby which absolutely sounds like a Grey's Anatomy plot line yeah uh, I think yeah. some, I mean I the I was I was skimming the article in the yeah. ankler. Um and and I do want to do like a deeper yeah dive where we like have done more than mm. like read the reporting of others. Point you know? a minisode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because this is I think this is also like a really interesting character study. Yeah. She has come forth and said, like, okay, I was lying. Yeah. And like that doesn't mean that the relationships are repaired or anything, but it is, mm. I think it's a better state to be in than uh, everyone knows you lied and you're still pretending you never did. For yeah, sure. Yeah. But <laughs> I do think, so part of it, and again, like d- this is like half as much research as it should be. So I'm not saying anything definitive. It does appear she only admitted that because her ex-wife like oh, yeah. emailed Shonda Rhimes and was like, hey, you need yeah. to know something. And it does seem like, there's more with the ex-wife that like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like there was more going on that the ex-wife was like directly a victim of. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I, I, I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is the kind of thing that like is so ridiculous for someone to have done that. Like it, there's a level of dark humor but it's also like real people were like loved ones and friends of this person who felt like personally betrayed. So it's like reasonably, yeah. it's like also dark mm-hmm. and there's an element of like probably allegedly theoretically in my non-expert opinion, it would take someone profoundly mentally ill to do all of this. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But also yeah. that doesn't make it make you not responsible for yeah. your actions. And I think so the it's, reason it's a tangle. The it's reason tangle. that we are interested in this and and are interested in like yeah. diving deeper is because uh honestly part of it is that like so we are watching this TV show and so often we're like, why would you write that? <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. Yeah. And then and then to to find out that a writer for network television yeah. is also living a pretty over-the-top ridiculous life. Did did a series of actions that are more ridiculous than anyone on this show maybe <laughs> has done? No, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it puts it into an interesting context. Like, part yeah. of me, like, you know, there's death of the author where, like, you just kind of take a work for what it is. But Absolutely stuff, never. I'm abs- against it. <laughs> <laughs> but for stuff like this that, like, you know so much about, 
where a person was in their life and specific things yeah. they were doing during the writing of something, it's hard not to want to look for signs of that in the mm -hmm. work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe yeah. this was her first episode on The Vampire Diaries, right? It was, right? yeah. Okay. And she's got, like, I think she's only got one other episode she wrote for season three, so it's not going to be, like, a, a string Ooh. of... Is she credited as, like... I'm looking was at the Was she in the room for something? I don't... Because it's possible that, that she was, like, this. in the room for the season and then wrote some specific episodes. Yeah, because I know that was the setup for Grey's Anatomy. She was, like, in the writer's room, yeah. even if she didn't directly write episodes. I'm not as sure for this. Okay, she was one of the writers um, on the last episode of the season. Okay. And I honestly don't know what I expected going in, right? Because, like, it's not like she would have been like, oh, here's a plot line about a character faking having cancer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that would have been too on the nose. And I don't know if I saw anything where I was like, this feels like the writing of a pathological liar, allegedly not diagnosing anyone. But it is the writing of a gay woman who Amen. wrote Sage into existence <laughs> and into my named, heart. A, a lady boxer named Sage. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and thank God. And thank God. Hey, she did something right. Mm -hmm. She wrote, so like, so the last episode of this season story is by brett matthews and elizabeth Arfin. okay story is by but the teleplay is by julie pleck i think that's like what does that mean the, that's you the difference of... between like writing the script and and coming up with the story yeah and okay. it's sort of right. i think it's similar to like album credit rules where like if you get anything from someone like you put their name in the credits mm -hmm. right yeah. like so if she suggested something offhand then it's like or or, or even or like even, broke yeah. the story like yeah like brought out the beats and stuff but like yeah there could it be had a lot of different levels and like maybe it didn't the script hadn't gotten assigned to someone exactly and then okay. like wrote it and like, like as kind of like we know when it's like collaborative writing it can be really hard to pin down a specific idea to a specific person oh for sure I yeah. feel yeah. like no, that's I, very different from because the season finale is a very different vibe from this episode 1912 yeah in terms of like yeah. I, this episode felt very much of a like setting up the pieces yeah. of of the story with us yeah. like normally they're setting up the pieces episodes don't have a stylistic flair to it yeah. and like normally those stylistic episodes are all about that yes mm -hmm. and so Vibe. this was an interesting mix and I think the like part of the style was kind of just old timey 1910s part of it was like a scooby-doo style whodunit like i think <laughs> yeah i think even the word gets who whodunit gets yes. used in the episode yes, absolutely yeah but it's more like like elena and matt go off to do some like investigating in a way that feels more like genre like these teens gotta find a clue yeah than other episodes have felt i the concept of this episode i love me too the concept of this episode i love it's uh, because there's murders happening in the present day. Mm. And then Stefan and Damon are remembering mm. the last time Mystic Falls had a serial killer. Yes. And they are, they were not on great terms at that time. Mm -hmm. So they are comparing memories and yeah. uh, talking about like what they, who they suspected and why at, mm -hmm. at that time. Mm. Um, because it, neither of them know for sure who that mystic ball serial killer was exactly yeah and it's like the pressure is on to find them because the sheriff thinks that alaric is the killer which is insane it's so funny. can i let yeah. me just explain the sheriff's logic right the sheriff just is just like i'm putting you in jail because i just don't know i just don't know i just i don't know who to believe yeah it, it's, it is really i don't know who to believe because because she also cites that meredith is a founding member yeah or uh sorry a failing member like, it is a very he said she said scenario mm -hmm. yeah she's just but like, she has um quite a mountain of circumstantial evidence around her and he's just sort of dating her circumstantial is admissible 
That's true. That's true. You have to weigh it on the same amount as actual evidence, too, mm-hmm. is what I was told the last time I had jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> she, the, All the evidence she names against the Lark is circumstantial. Yes. But we do get a reveal in that moment um, when the Lark's in jail and she's kind of like naming off like all this weird stuff that's been happening around him. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have like memory loss. Yeah. He can't place himself at certain times, doesn't have alibis, yeah, doesn't think- remember a fo- an hour-long phone call that is in the phone records that he made to Meredith. Bell. Yeah, which I would like, I mean, I I can't believe I've been put in the position where I'm a Lark's lawyer now, but I'd be like, you know what, just because it was his phone doesn't mean it was him calling. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. The, the only the only thing with that is like Meredith Fell mm-hmm. said he called. So yes. it's like taking right. but her if word she's for the it. And then also because he but, didn't yeah. remember. Because he can't say definitively it wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah. He Fair. has no... Uh, but that, that I mean, either. for me, that could have just been me asleep. Yeah, or I don't know. Asleep, someone asked, he said he was drinking that night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like to to spell it out so clearly, the sheriff says, "Hey, Alaric, the two um, men who have died have been Meredith Fell's ex boyfriend that had a fight with her right before he died, and Caroline's dad who also had a fight with Meredith Fell right before he died." And you're dating Meredith Fell, so that's pretty suspicious. And he's like, but I also got stabbed. And she was like, you could have stabbed yourself, idiot. Which yeah. is and very like, hard to do. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, the the boyfriend, like, it was so early in him even knowing her. Where they he was like met that night. He he was like, what do you mean? I barely knew her at the time. I wasn't protecting her honor. Yeah. And then the sheriff was like, you were on the phone with her for an hour. Which is, like, wild. That's wild. She legitimately thinks that Alaric decided to kill the ex-boyfriend of a woman he had met less than 24 hours ago based on, like, I would say a mild fight they had at a gala. It wasn't even, like, a really intense fight. It was like, oh, this guy's a shithead, but it's not. It wasn't like a, it wouldn't even be defending her, really. Even if they did spend an hour on the phone together, that's, like, the first, like, oh, I like this person, so we're just going to, like, do yeah. a little cute. I've spent more call, than an like, hour on a phone with someone over, like, really dumb shit. Like, <laughs> like, like the unemployment office. Like, they literally. keep you on the literally. phone so long. Yeah, I wouldn't um, kill for, like, the lady at the unemployment office, no matter how nice she is to me. <laughs> no matter how sweet an attitude she has. If she told me about an ex, I'd be like, that sucks, tell me more. I wouldn't kill him. Probably. Right. Probably. Right. <laughs> right. But, like... <laughs> Sorry, I've talked to two different ladies at unemployment offices, and they've both been so nice. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, the system, not so much, but the people, they're doing their best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ugh, amen. But, um, sorry, I've got to... So, um, the sheriff refuses to let Alaric out, which I also have to wonder about the legality, but I, that's overthinking at this point. Because, like, when they arrest oh, you... Yeah, they the can law hold you. is such a loose yeah. <laughs> guideline Because, like, I, he Falls. hasn't been charged with anything. No, you can be you can be detained for mm. an amount of time before you're charged For sure, anything. but it's only a limited amount of time. So it's like, okay, in any actual crime drama, what the ticking clock would be would be the sheriff having to find concrete evidence within however many hours their state allows them to hold a large. So that she could charge Mm -hmm. him to keep Mm -hmm. him in jail. But instead, the ticking clock of this episode is just, a in jail, we need to find evidence. It's a little more like, I would say, D&D logic or child logic. 
Yes. Yeah. And less rooted in the it's so funny. the law. The funny the funniest part about that is that later in the episode we'll mm. get to um Matt and Elena are caught snooping around Meredith Fell's apartment. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to them in the sheriff's office and she's like, You broke the law. Yeah, because Meredith catches them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like Dude, 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 you what, break the law all the time. What is the law in this town? But it is, I guess it reflects reality in, in a way town. where she is the she law in this town. And that is why the law, the law is wishy-washy. Yeah. 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 She's got a lot going on. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. I need to do one more um, thing about this scene uh, with Alaric in jail is that Damon is arbitrarily there. Yeah. Oh, it's he's so funny. arbitrarily like, allowed on, in the Liz. county jail. Hey, Liz, come on. You don't have that good evidence. And she's like, Damon, I got to keep him. He's back he's to being her best friend that she lets go to work with her. It's so <laughs> funny. She's like, your best day to work out day. of this Damon. And I'm like, I bet you invited him. Do you know what's <laughs> really funny? No one ever looks at Damon and is like, why don't you have a job? <laughs> Can you imagine? He just like, he either just spends all day at the bar keeping the bartender company or like tags along with the sheriff. Maybe he has a bunch of other like people whose jobs he just hangs around at that we haven't that seen. That is so Maybe he just kicks around in the background of the community theater. Maybe there's like a Wendy's why, he doesn't leave but the sometimes. Thing is, he's always <laughs> hanging around Alaric, mm-hmm. hanging around Liz. Yeah. Like Stefan, Stefan's pretty good at occupying his time. Yeah. Neither of them have jobs. Yeah. Stefan <laughs> has a hobby of classic cars. And Damon has like drinking and following his friends around. Oh, They're both two very God. different versions of uh, guys who don't need a job. That is so. <laughs> I like I'm there they keep this is of course like of course they get so like wrapped up in whatever the drama of the day is. Mm. It's they all they've got going on. Yeah. They don't need to work and like Damon has not cultivated a hobby besides substance. This is like incredible. <laughs> this is really incredible. I have never thought about it like this, but like yeah. truly they got tru- nothing better to do. They have nothing better to do. Yeah. Except this is why love Elena and solve murder mysteries. Yeah, if one, this of, is if why one no- of them got into model trains, the show would be over because they'd be like, <laughs> oh, you know what? None of this is that serious. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we never see them go. You know what? I don't have time for that today. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, I got a thing. Wasn't there like a thing in season one where Matt came over to this Salvatore house? Yes. Yeah, Stefan's saw- model car hobby. Stefan's model card. I miss that. We should so bring that crazy. back. They've, I think that that they was They never bring that back. Because I wish they, they were would. Like, you know what? If this man had an attachment to model cars that could like ground him, he could not also be ripping women. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This we need so to. Ad- funny. We, he's too adjusted. We need to unadjust Stefan. God, I can't believe how much of the Salvatore brothers can be explained by just going, well, they don't have jobs. Yeah. Maybe if Damon, like, honestly, I think that if Damon wrote one, like, shitty poetry book about Catherine, it might fix him. Oh, my God. If Damon wrote one singer-songwriter album... I think he would like it would he'd be good for at least ten years. And that then he'd just have so to make another one. True. Oh <laughs> you're real you're really correct. <laughs> oh my god. Elle just said I could fix him. <laughs> Elle said he could fix him. He's choosing he not to fix, fix him. him. If he chose to make bad art, it would be good for him. Yes. Which is true of almost every person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler. Okay, that's not wrong. Like not to bring it there. But he, he made bad art. That's not wrong. But he stopped painting. He stopped making bad art. He oh, was rejected right. from art school. Yeah, but the 
Did that make him stop? Yes. Oh. I just thought he you kept thought, making shit. You thought you know, that he, wasn't you thought still that he just making kept art. painting he didn't throughout keep painting. He didn't have World time. War II. You can you, do both. You, you can thought he kept no, no, painting no. through Dub Dub Dose? Dub Dub Dose. Think about George Bush only started painting after all the war crimes. And if you he don't started painting time. earlier, there might not have been the war crimes. You just don't, you don't have, have time. time. If you have like a hobby you really love, I'm not saying you can't also put in work at your job, but you don't put in the kind of extra work your that brings you to crimes? the top. Yeah. Yeah. At war crimes? I mean, that is no. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of low-level war crimes enablers for sure, but yeah. you don't get to be the king of war crimes and also have a robust personal life. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I just feel like you don't know what they're doing in their basement. You know, I, like there's only 24 in the hours in a day. They, though, is yeah, the thing. I literally think they don't have enough time. Like if they're what, being, like they're like, also not sleeping, right? Yeah, I mean, Hitler was on a bunch of meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But bunch which, of amphetamines. Yeah, you're not yeah, gonna sleep true. on that. I mean, vampires can't sleep, but they're also choosing not and to like have also like infamously obsessive, infamously obsessive. Mm-hmm. But if they could, this like, is what happens when they they hyperfixate on a lady instead of a yeah. instead of a hobby. Imagine if someone gave Stefan a fursona and he just <laughs> just like I feel like Stefan Stefan could get just, into cross stitch. Stefan would be. I think he'd love cross stitch. Okay, I think Damon would honestly love like no, 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 fashion no. design. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Go back to fursuit. Um, I think that Mostly. he has a lot of family money and he could spend <laughs> yeah. it on commissions. Yeah. And then he could just like have like a really big haul of furry art what, commissions. What is Stefan's persona? I mean, a bat is too on the nose and maybe even a little stereotypical. So I'm yeah. just going to say that that was my first thought, but I'm discarding And it. a wolf yeah. would be too, like, I mean, the werewolves wolf have wolves. That's yeah. too confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, Stefan's kind of basic. I think he'd be a dog or a wolf. Yeah, I don't think no, he put that much thought in. He's protective. Yeah, and he's like a like a, he's like a dog. Yeah, I mean, I would say <laughs> not a I would say retriever. like I would say when Stefan turned off his feelings, I feel like he'd think of himself as a tiger. Uh huh. <laughs> or maybe a Doberman or a panther. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sorry so- that I took it there. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like a hobby that to you're not as sorry as I am that's that you fair. took in there. I'm absolutely you did. not. Yeah, you but said like, you what, said fursuit. But like, so. what else is a hobby that takes a lot of like time, energy, and money? I mean, I'll, basically any hobby if you get um, into it. I, pottery. They could get really into like. I mean, like imagine if they were really into Civil War reenactment. reenactment. Because yeah. that one takes a shit ton of time. They mm. would be so fucking good at it. Yeah. Damon was literally and, in the Civil okay, War. Okay, if they got into and LARP, kind of they cosplay. could like get out all of their urge to do like drama and interpersonal stuff in sort of like a yeah. safe space that they could put aside at the end of the day. Yeah, I same think, with theater. Yeah, oh, d- I think honestly, Damon would be a menace at the local improv group. Oh my God, But there'd yeah. be a smaller body count. <laughs> I think Maybe. That, I think that if you introduce those two men to just the local community theater scenes. <laughs> I think I think Stefan would want to direct a Shakespeare production and of course Damon would want to act. Do you oh, know yeah. what I'm remembering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a whole subplot mm-hmm. about Damon killing random women. Yeah. Like he would have a solo scene where he like really killed a woman mm-hmm. and that never came back. So I think what that was and no this, one ever found out it no. was it was just about his personal journey. There yeah. were oh yeah there was that, no consequences for that at all. Andy Starr was the only consequence and that was because he started liking you know her what? a little for real. I think the most of a narrative and this isn't this episode this is like this season. I think what maybe they were trying to get across was like that kind of stopped around the same time 
that he and Elena really developed yeah. a concrete thing. So maybe it's like the show is either trying to say, oh, he decided to try and be better by stopping killing as many women. <laughs> therefore making him be more in a place where he could be in a relationship with Elena. Cause he now is like, maybe I'm good enough for her or they're like Elena senses that he's trying or her love has made him better. I can't decide. I might be a little of both that they're going for. They're, yeah. I mean, if you're picking but bodies up, and dead people were never the a sheriff does not know that those women died or does not care. If yeah. you're picking up the vibe of like, Oh, she's making the him sheriff a better has person. Some internalized misogyny and only um, investigates the deaths of men. <laughs> if you're picking up the vibe of like, she's making him a better person. I think that's, you're very correct. I think you're correct. Uh, listen, like, that's, I, that's I can fix hemitis is a thing that yeah. Elena has and that, uh, you know, pop culture likes to explore, yeah, especially yeah. at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, was it 2010 at this point? I think? Yeah. There was also a Damon killing random women plotline in this episode. Um, <laughs> specifically, when it flashes back to 1912. 2011 to 2012. Okay. Oh. Do we, we just want to like tell this chronologically maybe? Like how do we want to tackle the disparate parts of this episode? Um, that's a very good yeah <laughs> um let's talk about the past let's do flash mm. yeah let's, let's do, do flash back. photography yeah so alaric being held in jail damon act okay the way that we are introduced to the flashback is damon goes back in the house he's like Stefan, we don't hang out a lot which actually backs up my hobby theory but whatever <laughs> he starts rifling through all of uh Stefan's old vampire diaries and reading uh old entries and mocking him which i gotta give credit for i missed the inclusion of the diaries i thought that was funny um they start talking about <laughs> yeah no i'm there i, were, I there love were, to yeah love to see a diaries. vampire journal love to in, see a vampire journal. they had a journal they found a journal at meredith Bell's place. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a Gilbert journal. Yeah. So, but Damon is rifling through Stefan's old journals. He's like, Do you remember when we were in town for uh, our cousin's funeral? Um, <laughs> and Stefan was like, Oh, yeah, it was 1912. So Damon pulls open the 1912 journal and they flashback, flashback. A man is stabbed in the town square by someone we do not see. Yeah. And Stefan and Damon in town for his funeral. They talk to some local women. The local women are like, oh, there's been a bunch of murders. And the, then the other one is, hold your tongue. Don't be a gossip. The, the women specifically are a Lockwood and a Gilbert. Yes. It's, it's, someone it's a Lockwood bad time and, to be a member of a founding family. Yeah, they are specifying founding yeah. family members have been being killed in Mystic Falls. They were the adult granddaughters of... The founders. <laughs> yes. And uh, so I forget the Lock- Lockwood's name, something Lockwood, and then it's Samantha Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and at the same time as this old-timey funeral, oh, Stefan and Damon in the past are meeting for the first time in 50 years. This is, we are meant to understand, like, the last time we flashed back was when they were turned into vampires. Stefan was like, I love blood. Damon was like, I'm a fancy boy with a lot of blush uh, to show <laughs> that I'm innocent and demure. <laughs> And they go their separate ways. They re-meet at the funeral uh, and they're both kind of standoffish. They're like, brother, it's been 50 years and you've been out vampiring. Brother. You've also been out vampiring. So this is after (laughs) Stefan had first gone off the rails with Bloodlust and Lexi pulled him back. And I think this, I honestly assume that this was not planned in the original timeline that they told us, but it's, it has kind of been worked in in a way that I guess technically doesn't contradict it, anything. No, it kind of works in that, like, Lexi had offhandedly mentioned, like, every time you go off the rails, I'll be there to 
bring you back. Yeah. It's suggesting so we, that it happened. That maybe like a Stefan few times. and Lexi have now met off screen for the first time and she made him normal. Yeah. And Damon has been being normal and has not turned into the Damon that we met in season one no. yet. But okay. at this point, when they meet again, Damon, just by meeting Damon, Damon sends him over the edge again, undoing essentially everything Lexi has done. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's just like, yeah, I guess in Lexi's dialogue, they never specified how many times that's had to happen. Yeah. So it like it works. But I think if I think about it too hard, I get really confused yeah. on the timeline of like, when Stefan was on and off ripping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did get for sure that this, the events of this episode sent him on the, the ripping bender. Yeah. yeah he maybe didn't rip before. He becomes yes. the ripper of Monterey. Yeah. So he yes. is a serial killer. This boy's a Beyblade. He's letting it rip. <laughs> Genuinely watching that. Okay. So like as a brief summary, um, Damon uh, is gets seduced by Sage to into sort of taking pride in his vampirism. And instead of sort of just sucking the blood of a random lady and tossing her in the gutter, sort of, uh, you know, finding a lady, getting to know her. Um, and <laughs> Sage then, is like, I'll show you how to seduce and yeah. suck off a she woman. Said, she said, there. women off a pleasure. <laughs> women off a pleasure. Women off a pleasure. Insane thing to say, Sage. Um, <laughs> yes. Incredible. Um, and, uh, so Damon gets into being like, okay, I'm starting to learn how to have fun with this yeah. for yeah. the first time in 50 also, years. Also, they're, they're, they're both here because there is a serial killler in town. Is Sage there well, because there's a serial killer? No, no, no Sage, no, but no, both the, of them came into okay, town for a funeral. Boys, yeah. Um, so we see genuinely this scene of like Damon being like, brother, come taste this lady neck. Literally. And then, like, and then, <sighs> and then Stefan goes and proves that he does not have the self-control to not rip he this lady's hair head off. Her neck so hard. Her, her neck comes clean off. Her head yeah. falls off of her body. Cause he yeah. ripped her so and hard. And then he genuinely, his like <laughs> shock and horror of what he's done and him trying to put the head back on the body. It made it all make sense. Yeah. In a way that like, Oh, man, like we knew that mm -hmm. this is what he did. Yeah. But seeing it start yeah. was chilling. No, this because is... he was horrified with himself yeah. and trying to put this lady's head back on the her body. Gingerly trying to put the head back on the body was genuinely very effective. I think I was kind of like, I found the other ripping stuff kind of camp yeah. because they were puzzled back together. Yes. But when the lady is only in two pieces and he's trying to put her back together, it's it's, it's horrifying. It's genuinely horrifying. Yeah. It and hits then the he right runs balance into the night. insane gore and like human pathos. And then yeah. he runs into the night and then we are to understand he goes to Monterey to rip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip. <laughs> the country no i know i i do want to believe that that night when he ran into the mist he ran three thousand miles a stupid little white person half jog into the woods after he reached this woman three thousand miles three thousand miles i mean he could he's a vampire yeah, yeah. no absolutely if i could walk three thousand miles if i could three do you why why aren't more vampires deep sea explorers this is a great well the pressure would crush them still Right, but we have ways of mitigating that. Oh. Oh, so you mean more the air situation. More the air situation. It just seems to really eliminate a real um, fail point. I mean, vampires yeah, a good point. do a lot of good. Yeah. Like, they have literally have healing blood. Mm. Um, yeah. but they, <laughs> a lot of them are choosing not to use it. Yeah. 
That is so funny. You're right. They could like set up they a have, siphoning station and then no one would die of cancer. They have yeah. super or strength. They could just like literally work on a construction site and build shit. They get, um, I mean, their abilities would not, probably help for any job. I think mm-hmm. is the point. That's true. That's like, absolutely you could twist true. Vampires it's just that some jobs save lives. So why aren't they doing that? And yeah. it's because they eat lives. <laughs> but you think you'd lives. want there to be more lives to eat. Go off. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, I guess the like it has to go down to not wanting to be exposed because then the government would study you. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the threat in a lot of stuff. Mm. I think the only other thing that happens then... Because we in talked the past. about in the past is the reveal. Which Oh, reveal. the very last the very reveal. End okay. The reveal. Which do we want to say now or do we want to wait? No, because it doesn't it's mean inter- anything yet to yeah, us. Like the impact of what is mm, it means, I think, is coming in the next episode. Yes. It no, it's it's interwoven with this the alaric thing in the present. Yes, so we can but kind we of don't understand it. the weight the of thing it. The thing is, yeah. like we're just like, whoa, weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so is that a saying it now or a saying it later? Yeah. Okay. So basically, I don't even understand it enough. I think it's okay. also part of it. Let's go back to the present day. Yeah. We're going to work it out as we go. There. So Elena's also reading a Gilbert journal. Yeah. And two it's, journals in this episode. It's Samantha Gilbert. Yeah. Um, Elena and Matt go on a Scooby-Doo adventure to break into Dr. Fell's house and they can't find anything. And Elena's like, wait, she's a founder. And then she goes in the closet and finds that there's a false back to the closet because yeah. founders love having secret hidey holes. Um, That's so true. Which honestly, if she stole the weapons, was like that explains it actually. Yeah. But anyway, um, they pull out a box the box has the journal in it. It also has manila folders with information on everyone who has been stabbed so far by the yeah. killer. Yeah. Uh, so a real pile of circumstances <laughs> around Dr. Fell. Um, yeah, this episode was very much setting up like it, it, the previous few episodes have been ignoring the serial killer plotline yeah. and now it's all coming together like yeah. in this episode it's been we're like in oh the we've ignored this for a while we should start looking at it things should come to a head here. yeah yeah <laughs> and um so everyone's doing their own separate investigations mm-hmm. like matt and elena over here damon and Stefan over there yeah rebecca kind of plays into it a little in that while everyone else is investigating the past for the serial killer, she's still looking for the tree that kills originals. Yeah. And she finds out that the Salvatores used to own like a lumber logging mill, mill, a yeah. logging mill in town. So she's like, could uh, your relative have had a special tree? It was like a little better of a line of yeah, questioning she, than that, but not by a lot. She straight up tried to interview the mayor in that Applebee's. Yeah, she's yeah. To be like, so I'm looking for a big old tree. And the woman yeah. was like, weird she literally yeah, she's like tell, she's like tell me about your oldest trees in the area the like the mayor would wild. know that all the time the mayor head. would not know that she like i feel like she had like a semi-plausible thing where she was like oh i'm researching something who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a it was a paper thin yeah uh premise for asking her that question and then yeah because there was apparently there was like some the mayor said oh yeah like the lockwood women before they had real jobs mm-hmm. they would <laughs> keep track of trees or sure. whatever basically saying that and then uh <laughs> wait what 
<laughs> literally, literally. I missed that. Yeah, she was like, yeah, there was something where they were like registering the oldest trees and she was like, you know, back before they had real jobs. Um, oh, a women's work. Women's work. Registering the, the trees. trees. <laughs> yes. You know, women are the tree watchers. <laughs> of course. Actually, I would love oh, that. women are part Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> um, the keepers of the trees. <laughs> But, but uh, Rebecca is like, okay, yeah, I'm not finding the one I'm looking for, though. And she <laughs> was like, tree. yeah, I bet it was chopped down. You know, we built a lot of buildings around that yeah. time. Yeah, which, okay, I am <gasps> predicting now in okay. Woodlove, yeah, that, like, someone's house is made of vampire killing wood. Oh, that would be so cool. And, what like, somebody's got a Gilbert house. Oh, I would love that. And they got to, like, rip up the floorboards to stake Ooh. someone. I think that that could be fun. There's and original timber in the basement. Original timber. I will, I will say the thing I realized is something in the town is built out of that tree. Fun. Really? Fun, fun, okay, fun. so Absolutely. we know. So you've told us now that the tree is not alive. It could you be like this. a branch. We did not know this. We did not know for sure. We didn't know for sure. <laughs> okay, whatever. But anyway. Uh, Bridget's whatever. not here. <laughs> Keep me in line. Um, and then the <laughs> only other Rebecca stuff that I really think we need to know this episode is that uh, off, off the back of boning Jamin last episode, they, I don't know, have a lot of eye contact this time around. Oh, yeah. They make... They make this little um, eye contact. It's as very. <laughs> we hooked up. We hooked up recently, uh, and, uh, and we might again. We, we might we again. Have captions on as mm-hmm. we're watching, and so when they made eye con- contact, a song came on, and <laughs> I forgot who the band was, but it, the song was called "I Don't Owe You a Thing." Oh my god! <laughs> what a needle drop! And, uh, <laughs> just like. Wow, they're really. I wish I was in the CW needle drop department. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Easiest job on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you just literally go into like the internal Rolodex of songs that you have licensed and type in what is happening in the scene. Oh, and so then you great. just click the first song. <laughs> so we have. So when Damon and Stefan are investigating mm. this serial killer nonsense, um, that's all like the 1912 flashback. Yeah. Matt and Elena are doing their own investigation after they find all that evidence in um, Dr. Phil's house and they get <laughs> reprimanded by the sheriff. Really heard you say Dr. Um, Phil. Dr. Phil Phil's house. house. Now, found all the, the, now you're telling me two teenagers broke into my house <laughs> to search for evidence that I'm a killer? <laughs> And why they found the- Why do you have this impression? You're so good at it. Why do you have this impression? You just love I feel like you think it's better than it is. I think it's really good. You just and have they a found Rolodex. the boss back to my closet in which I keep my files. Oh my God. And my ancient diary. <laughs> but anyway, um, so they, they, they have a moment. So before they get to the diary, because that's like where certain things start kicking off in terms of reveals. Yeah. Um, Matt and Elena have a moment where they decompress with each mm-hmm. other. This was nice. They have a little. I liked because they had a little moment like um, hiding in the closet. Yeah, um, yeah because yeah. they have a history, mm. right? And this is—I feel like it's the first time since like season one, Matt's puppy dog eyes at mm-hmm. her in yeah. high school that like they've shown that connection. That's kind of more than that they were yeah. more than friends. Yeah, they've had like glancing interactions, but like this a sit down like feelings conversation it's been a while and he essentially i think asks like so what is the deal with stefan and damon like what's happening yeah and she she says something that i honestly had not considered at all but which makes genuinely perfect sense 
which is like she met Stefan recently after her parents died and something she found. She says at first, like, I just felt like he would love me forever and that like he would never die. And the yeah. idea of someone who can't die and who shows you very unconditional love coming into your life right after your parents die. Yeah. When you're an impressionable age, I'm like, oh, this character's psychology actually, like, this has really clicked for me. Yeah. And I feel like recently her thoughts and actions have been very like, okay, Elena. But now I'm like, okay, no, you're, you're young and messed up. And that actually, you know, that was a cope that makes sense. Yeah. And it's actually super flawed. It's just, there's, there's a lot of times where I don't know. I feel like there's moments where she could have done or said something where she didn't. Mm. So like, I feel like for sure it's more like missed opportunities of scenes rather than yeah. having a flat character. But I think, yeah, this was doing like a lot of justice to that character premise. I think yeah. in a way that like other episodes haven't or have been like a little more uh, flat with. Yeah. And then for Damon, she just kind of says like, yeah, he wormed his way in. Yeah. He <laughs> snuck up on me. He snuck up on me. Uh, but yeah, literally... <laughs> She loves Stefan because Stefan will literally love her forever. Yeah. It's like he can't die. I loved that. Like, mm, I same, loved same. her uncovering that. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, she was realizing that in the moment. Yeah. It yeah. was, that was such a moment of me being like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This and, makes a lot of sense. And then that was just like, Matt stole the journal <laughs> from Bell. He wasn't searched by from the sheriff. Oh my God, he's sheriff in the world. He said something that was both funny and heartbreaking. He's like, it pays to be the normal one in a town of vampires. Because you're basically invisible, is yeah. what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah while yeah. the sheriff was kicking us out, I just slipped this diary off of her desk and he hands it to Elena. It is from it is by Elena's grandmother. Samantha Samantha Gilbert. Gilbert. I, f- I forget. Great-grandmother. F- probably great-grandmother. She's she's the granddaughter of, of Jonathan Gilbert. Yeah. And what Elena finds... Okay. At first, she's looking at it, and she's like, oh, she went crazy. Crazy old Samantha Gilbert, just yeah. like Jonathan. But Jonathan Gilbert did not go crazy. I don't they, think. He was just writing accurately about the fact that there were vampires and werewolves at at the time jeremy was going through jonathan gilbert's journal it was like this guy was crazy because he's talking about vampires but it's like that's it's a different uh kind yeah what a crazy dude i think they're kind of they're doing a bit of retcon with that yeah it seems so yeah okay and for this one it seemed more like stereotypical like journal of someone who went crazy and that like the writing is very erratic and like overlapping in places visually i could tell that they were able to digitally layer to <laughs> yeah <laughs> to uh, yeah they put, take yeah. like an old-timey font and then typed a whole bunch of words and then overlaid them yep. and then yeah, printed yeah. them on some like deckled edge die yep. cut yep, 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 yep. like girl you can't read that girl you I, literally i was like <laughs> elena you can't read that but whatever she could read it um and what we learned from that is that um samantha gilbert was losing chunks of time much like alaric is in the present yeah and something that i think Damon uncovers this episode. Somebody uncovers a newspaper article towards the end of this episode that says, um, okay, so they never, while we were in town, they didn't catch who was killing founders, but 10 years after 1912, um, somebody confessed to the murders. It was Samantha Gilbert and they put her in an asylum when she confessed. Or she was already in it. I think they put her in. Okay. Is what all right, all right. Um, and then her trail kind of goes cold after that. We don't yeah. know what happened to her. And it's then Damon sad. says, yeah. which is 
Weird. Because I thought I killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, now imagining, okay, can you imagine if someone turned into a vampire Mm. and then uh, no one in their family believed them and committed (gasps) them to an asylum? Horrifying. I want that as a storyline. That'd be really fun. Also, um, but I feel like because you would have to be a baby vampire to be committed into an asylum, and then by the time that you got stronger, you yeah, could, if you, you were convinced you were yeah. changing into a vampire, <gasps> and the committing happened, and then you were like restrained, Ooh. but you could you would probably like break yourself out, yeah, and then you yeah. eat an orderly and take Unless, to the streets. Oh my god, imagine though, like it's sort of a situation where it's like I don't want to drink blood, mm, so they're yeah. like they're not they're too weak to break out, and they keep saying shit like I don't want to drink your blood. So they're still committed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because I would definitely still think that the person saying that was crazy. Yeah. Because, yeah. Wow. Um, I want that as a plot line. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing connecting Samantha Gilbert and Alaric Saltzman is the fact that they're wearing one of the Gilbert Yeah. The episode ends with, like, the same scene that it starts on with the... Salvatore, jeez, I forgot that. With the Salvatore ancestor being stabbed, but then it pans back and we see who the killer is, and it's Samantha Gilbert with the ring of can't get killed by a vampire on you that yes. Alaric now has. And what we've kind of established throughout this season so far is that every time Alaric dies, which has been a lot, it <laughs> works a little worse. So the implication being like overuse has messed up this ring in some way. Or my pet theory, Alaric is crossing over so much that something is like hitching yeah. a ride. On and him. we were mm. we were kind of talking earlier I about like this once the episode ended that like Jeremy also has the ring mm. is not going crazy, but yeah. Jeremy's only died maybe like two twice? or three times. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> but like got nothing Alaric, on Alaric. Like Damon, is, Damon will just snap Alaric's neck whenever he wants. It's like a running bit they pad. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Like. <laughs> And it makes sense. It's a great bit. It's a no. It's a great bit. Like, (laughs) and then like, there's no way that he could have known of the potential consequences. No, it's just really funny that Damon's just like been slowly, unknowingly making his boyfriend go crazy. Making his boyfriend into a serial killer. (laughs) We say unknowingly, but I think if he knew, he might still have done it for the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Damon's Damon's never gonna have a boyfriend who's not driving insane. Yeah. 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 Which, speaking of Damon driving someone insane for the bit, that's another plotline in this episode, actually, that kind of continues from the 1912 one. So at the end of the 1912 one, like, Damon accidentally, uh, I'll say enables Stefan or co-pressures Stefan into starting to be the Ripper by convincing him to drink human blood. And the present, for some reason, Damon is now like, Stefan... I know that you've successfully not been drinking human blood for a while, but I think it's tempting you a lot. So I think that I'm going to force you to practice being able to drink human blood in moderation. moderation. And he specifically says, you're going to be the king of moderation, which is a very funny line. (laughs) Now, to me, this smacks of, we need more conflict for no reason. Yeah, But it's it's just Damon (laughs) making the same mistake. But it's like, it's a mistake he made like two months ago. Right. And then, like, but he also was like, I saw you go over the edge the last time I did this and I didn't step in. So that's his, that's his thing where he's like, I'm going to try to teach you moderation again, which I'm going to do better this time. Absolutely bonkers understanding of how addiction works, but whatever. Um, Yeah. I think we just need to, for this premise to make any sense, we need to accept like a bedrock fact of Damon being a big idiot. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Absolutely. It's in, and in this regard, it's not a perfect like addiction analogy either, because in for Damon and for all vampires, drinking blood is like a necessity to survive. So it's like, dude, you need to do this, but also you need to learn how to. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's weird. But it's, it's yeah, like he's it's, found yeah. a way because to it is do it. it. Like, yeah. it is, like, important that he gets nutrients. But also, if he just drinks animal blood, like he's he can weaker. live. And yeah, yeah and they're constantly getting into scraps because yeah. they don't have jobs. They still have Klaus to do. Yeah, this it's is another like, thing that could be solved by them having jobs. Yeah. 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 This is another, <laughs> like, they've had this conflict like three separate times at this point. I think there's a plot line. It's not in this season, but Stefan does get a job. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so I like, I think he's a car mechanic for a while. Good. And Amazing. he has like a That's really huge shitty boss. for him. Amazing. <laughs> he takes shit from That's so perfect. Funny. I think Stefan would be a good firefighter because oh he's God. got that like martyr. I want to save people. It's like extra, he's like fireproof. It is mm-hmm. like, no. Oh, vampires not. are opposite. Vampires are very flammable. I think he might love the risk of that though. I'm going to stick to my guns. Yeah. <laughs> Paramedic. I do think vampires are yeah. More flammable than regular humans. Like, I I think that's been established. Yeah. Okay. Paramedic, he would be around blood all the time, though. Yeah. That's true. But what if he likes it? Well, that's up to him. <laughs> just like someone's laid out on the operating table and he's like, oh, charcuterie board. Do you know what punishing himself, really? I think, yeah, true. What post I think about all the time. Tell me. The one that just says, my hungry ass could never be a brain surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it constantly that is so funny <laughs> oh man my ass could never be a brain surgeon <laughs> and i think the person who ma- i think it's one of those cases where the person meant oh you have to like have yeah. your hands occupied for like 12 hours at a right. time yeah you, so you can't can have snack. the shakes you can't, you can't have you yeah. can't be like can't rosy but it does sound like you just go <laughs> Like, like a like zombie, you, you, you got like a couple yeah. scalpels and you're using them like chopsticks for yeah. noodles. Oh uh-huh. my god, but yeah, Stefan's hungry ass could never be a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> the episode ends besides the reveal that Samantha mm. Gilbert was the serial killer in Mystic Falls 1912. Mm. We have Dr. Fell who approaches Alaric. Oh my with god, the insane, same information, insane. like kind of they're revealing it in different with the different the knowledge uh, sinks in for a lot lines. of different people and yeah um she says she cleared alaric's name by forging the coroner's note yeah oh my god by the way right before this when alaric alaric gets let out of jail does not go to his apartment goes to elena's house at 10 p.m and they share a very close hug and then like mm. a, a scene next to the fire and i know it's that they meant to be paternal it yeah. is didn't read that way no, and I th- I do think that part of that is because we know what the actor I is. I think if I didn't know, I'd still be like, they're teasing this if, in the show. Oh, I don't think that they're teasing it. I, I don't think I they do mean think, not, I don't think they mean the, to. I don't think that at any point they intended to have them in a relationship. I do think like like that moment that Elena has with Matt this episode, it's like, let's be so real. In a vampire show, the human guy negative chance of actually ending yeah. up with yeah, the yeah, main yeah, girly. Yeah. But like the, a lot of the like selling point of a show like this is for people to like root for different relationships. Yeah. So they're gonna like tease certain I, I things that they have no intention. More of so I on. think it's, yeah. it's the fact that this kind of show, as mm. we see over and over again with yeah. any sort of family relationship, yeah. this show has no idea how to write interactions mm. between two people. If they're, 
Because also they insist on casting everyone young and hot. Yeah. And everyone uh, has to be young and hot mm-hmm. no matter what their family relationship and no is. No one can like look ugly. No one can look ugly. Which means that they can't make like an extreme facial expression. And like <laughs> yeah. and like facial expressions that look actively pleasant to the eye are very limited in terms of like what you're conveying emotionally. So it's like yeah. a lot Unless of people are make- and you just wiggle your eyebrows. True. Oh, yeah. But that, he- that reads as flirting yeah. for like everything. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like CW actors or actors on shows like that. I feel like this show does not the, know how to write any sort of interaction without an undertone of yeah. Ha-ha. Like there was a scene with Vicky yeah. and Matt in a car. I feel yeah. like a few episodes ago yeah, where we, we were like, about where we were like, w- their brother and sister. They're playing it. They are not playing it romantically. But this show does not know how to write or yeah. shoot. Two young hot yes. people. The dialogue, yeah. the direction, the camera work is like everything is flirty, even yeah, when yeah. I don't think anyone is. They have for it one to be. bag of tricks, yeah, and they're using it to for everything. Yeah, but the fact that like the camera work Except on Sheriff the scene Forbes. where mm-hmm. Elena, oh, yeah, yeah, she's the s- most sexless one. Yeah, yeah. she. Even, the show even is the like mayor, this is an asexual. Person. Even the mayor is bringing something. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. Yeah. 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 She's she's flirty. Yeah. The mayor is flirty. Yeah, they're like, we need to have one character that is sexless, but only one. Yeah. But like the camera work in the scene with Elena and Alaric, like they could have shot it many ways. They shot it with a close-up of his hand, like pressing now, in on her back. I okay. I do think that was intended as a like, this is a cozy this like, is a yeah, family. Moment. But like yeah. you can shoot that from like the waist up on the side. You yeah. can shoot just the faces for that. I'm saying, I'm just like saying, no, the I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand the the idea of like you're putting center stage, like in the sh- in the frame, the hands on the back, like this. They could have like been a- higher up if you were going to center yeah. them. Well, it, because it also start a little part low, of it, because yeah. also started a little part low. of it is we know what the actor is I bringing still- to those scenes. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Absolutely, because he's gunning for that to maybe happen. That's true. Because That's true, on actually. my rewatches, before knowing that, I was like, oh, Alaric is a great dad figure. <laughs> and I know, I know. But like, if bark, you bark, don't bark, bark, know bark. that, I really, I really liked the character. Yeah, and I do think that like, what we know is extremely coloring how we're seeing it. <sighs> yeah. But also, I think that the show is extremely limited in You're in, right. Another instance of that in this episode was that Stefan and Damon had another talk. Oh my God. Where they were just so close. And at one point, from each other, kill distance. At one point, like Damon, like pauses, his eyes visibly go down to Stefan's lips. Mm -hmm. And then he says something like, I don't know what I'd do without you, or like something really codependent. He he says that. You know how brothers talk. You know how you talk with your relatives like that? So Damon is making a pledge to basically be there for Stefan yeah. for the rest of his life. He's saying that um, I will always be there to pull you back from the edge until you don't need me anymore. Yeah. So they're, they're, so Damon's kind of stepping into that Lexi role of recovery. Yeah. And maybe doing that thing where he's like, oh, Elena will never be with me, so I'll live vicariously through him by I, making him Elena's boyfriend. I think, I mean... I think that might be part the, of it. The interesting thing about this show is that I think we've said this before, but it's not just about uh, the, what do you call it? Romantic triangle. Mm, mm-hmm. It is about two brothers who are yeah. fighting, but also really do care they're, about each other. Their yeah. relationship is core. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, which 
and like they I think keep to the very end and of I the do show. think like on a on a on a writing level I think that's the way to do a love triangle is to mm-hmm. like pay equal attention to all sides of it yes it's just that this show is doing it in a way where it's like that's kiss not or, how brothers talk kiss or kill that's distance. not how brothers yeah, yeah. talk <laughs> um before we do kink fame kink shame mm-hmm. oh, i do yeah one more thing um i think damon and rebecca coerce stefan into biting a woman's neck in a back alley in the present day at the end of this episode yeah. Yeah. and elena and matt walk in on it in a way that's very womp womp so now elena yeah. is elena's upset. like what are you doing and stefan's like no no and he's got like a mouthful of blood yeah it, like chunky like gross blood it's not so nasty. not a single sexy like stream of blood like how sometimes no, they do yeah, in vampires like, this it's is like, like a like there's it's like gritty like yeah. it's like it is it's gross I, it was good effects I liked it a lot um, gross. before we do kink fame kink shame I want to get um, predictions on this um, plot line about Alaric missing memories and mm. wearing the ring mm-hmm. I really like what Elle said about the something's hitching a ride as okay. he's as he's like spending so much time in the veil in the threshold yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think and I guess from what we've seen it would have to be like Probably a witch or something. Or a, <laughs> a witch or something. A witch or something. I don't know, I, I don't something. know if this show is ever going to go demon. What if it's Sarah Gilbert, though? Like, oh, what if, like, the, Sarah the Gilbert lady. is haunting him? The mm-hmm. only reason that I think it might not be is that she was also losing time and wearing the same ring, implying that whatever is, like, for lack of a better term, riding Alaric was also riding her. But what if she's haunting the, the ring? But then, like, it was but then her was, ring. But then who was haunting her? She doesn't have any. She could be. She could have her own reasons for 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 losing time. She could have her own. She could have her own reasons for being an old timey serial killer Mm. and then be haunting the ring. Yeah, I see that. But also, we don't know how the rings are made. Like, what if? What if? What if they put a guy in there? (laughs) What if? Jonathan, not was it Jonathan Gilbert? Yeah, what if he put a guy in there? But it's like Lord of the Rings logic, you know? Like they put like four dwarves in there or something. I think. Sorry, what? They put like the, the the dwarf lords got the four rings and. So that's who gets rings. No, you're right. I'm misremembering it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what if they put a guy in there? Is my point. What if they put a guy what in if, there? What if to give it the power to traverse the veil, Ooh. they've imbued it with a human soul? Yeah. I think, or something. Yeah, something like that. I think it has been mentioned in. In, like previous flashback episodes mm-hmm. that um i think emily said something about after Catherine was put in the tomb and all the vampires were set on fire i think she made those two magical rings for jonathan gilbert's family okay as like uh oh i thought johnny Gilbert made them i think he made the compass that points at he vampires but they referred they referred compass. to it this episode as him having made them really yeah oh i thought Oh, maybe maybe well, he made them feet a witch. You know, we'll find out next time on <laughs> the Vampire Jamnos. Jamnos. How long do we think the Rebecca Damon connection is going to last? Like two seconds. Yeah, she's kink man, fame, kink shame. She is not long for this world. <laughs> kink fame sage. That <laughs> is the only person who matters in this episode. <laughs> she's great, and uh, I didn't even do my like. All my feelings about how Meredith fell is like the ultimate <laughs> shit flinger. Yes. I do. Oh, I yeah. do. Yes. I'm still, I'm not, I'm not totally unconvinced that she's not the killer. I yeah. really yeah, thought yeah. that when they, 
um, revealed who the killer was in 1912, it was going to be her. I was right. like, yes. she's immortal. They but were like, not so yeah, far. They set it up where it seemed like, oh, it's the same person. But that was a total, I was like yeah. ready for it to be her. And I was like, she's an empire. Yeah. The, she's like Schrodinger's red herring and yeah. has been for the like but entire no, she, time she's been. She's just a founding she's, father, descendant, shit flinging victim. Blamers. She is constantly saying things like, I don't know, Elena, you date vampires. So you're not exactly the best judge of character. Are you? Literally. She said she's, that this episode. It's so funny. Okay. And it's like, you're dating a man who's sleeping on a teenager's couch girl. How about that? <laughs> and you wow. do medical malpractice every day. Literally. <laughs> um, I was gonna kink shame her for that, but I'm actually, you love the drama. Too... Of it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I love that she's on TV. Um, yeah, no, same. Uh, yeah, so I'll kink shame Alaric then. I'll kink okay. shame Alaric, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not for losing time. That's maybe not his fault. But I'll kink shame him for um, having his family be one of his students. Yeah. yeah. His only family on this earth yeah. is one of his students. Oh, one other detail we got this episode. No idea if it'll uh, come up again. But we learned that um, before Alaric and Isabel got married, when they were both at Duke University, oh. she got two separate restraining orders against him. Yeah, what? Yeah. The what fuck? the fuck was that about? Well, also, no but that's from Meredith, so there's she a could chance be lying. it's made up. But I don't she think also, it is. At some point, the thing that gets Alaric out of jail is oh that my a letter from the coroner comes through. She's saying she's saying that literally the smoking gun quote unquote mm-hmm. that Elena and Matt found in her secret cubby mm-hmm. that like this letter from the coroner says that the time of death was actually different than what Meredith is saying. Yeah. She is saying I faked that to get yeah, yeah. Alaric out of jail. Yeah. And I don't believe her. I, why would she put it in a secret yeah. box? Because she was like, Oh, I don't know. I guess I knew Elena and Matt were going to hunt around for yeah, it. Like, because it has to be like, she was keeping a letter from the coroner that would have exonerated him. Cause she wanted him to go to jail. And she's telling the world's most transparent lie. So weird. So weird. Even if like, okay, say he was killing people and losing time. Oh my God. A woman telling insane, transparent lies. That's the connection. Yeah. Yeah. But like, say <laughs> to like the writer, she, to be clear. she wanted oh, wow. him to be yeah. in jail for a bit just to like keep keep him like out of society for a little while. I don't Insane. know. There was also, oh, you know what? I think this is possibly a factor to this is that one of the reasons he might have been in jail was because he had vampire blood in him. Oh, yeah. He had oh, vampire yeah. blood in him. Uh, so to heal him from something. To die. And then it's, it is genuinely, he has a way less chance of dying if Sheriff Forbes just has him behind Keeps bars. Him yeah. But I, also I do want to point out that when the episode started, like one of the, one of the first scenes was like opened on Alaric's face behind bars. And Elle was like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him there. Keep him there. Elle, um, what's your kink thing, kink shame? Uh, okay. Sage was a great one, but I won't copy you. I will, I'll kink fame Matt for continuing to be just a, a sweet, normal boy. Yeah. I love this. He's got sweet, a good head on his shoulders. He's got a, I, that's a nice young man right there. That's a good egg. That's a good egg. That's a solid bean. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just good on Matt for having a responsible heart to heart conversation, doing some great teen detective work. Uh, and for being the only person who has uh, conscience or common sense in the whole show, maybe. Uh, I'm, na- I'm really rub- uh, laying it on thick right now, but 
I'm tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will kink shame the sheriff for equal and opposite episode uh, reasons to kink faming Matt uh, in that she has done some absolutely atrocious police work lately. Uh, two teens have done her job better than her and handed her the evidence and she has squandered it. Yes. In such a way that the teens were like, you know what? I'll actually just take this evidence and handle it myself. And that was the right choice. Uh, shame, shame, shame. I know that you just lost your ex-husband, but um, this is actually not materially worse than you have been doing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to kink fame Damon for his slow turnaround mm-hmm. of motivation around regarding Stefan. Um, because he used to follow Stefan around everywhere in order to torture him, mm-hmm. right? Like kind of following him around, killing people around him just to like make him feel bad because he was upset that he was turned into a vampire. Yeah. Um, but now it seems like he's he's made it over some kind of hill or made it made it like broke through to this other side where now he's more about I'm going to help my brother. What Damon is doing is um, a very rare combination of I can fix him and I can make him worse. Yeah. Where Damon is saying <laughs> well, so I can fix him, but what he's doing is making him worse. So that's my kink shame is Damon <laughs> for being a bit of an idiot about it. <laughs> His heart's in the right place. Oh, the classic uh, net zero kink fame kink shame. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... He's not the great the greatest at planning. No. Or knowing what works and what doesn't. I guess when you live forever, you don't need to be good at planning. He's so pretty though. Sure. He's so pretty. He's a handsome man. <laughs> he does not have any credentials uh, for any of the treatments that he is trying to give out. <laughs> and this has been the Vampire Journals, Journals. episode. 16? Sounds right. 1912. 1912. <laughs> the world of 1912. Do you want to plug anything for Bridget? Yeah, I'll go ahead and plug Galaxy Brain Design on behalf of Bridget. Whether or not you plan to disrupt her wedding in order to marry her yourself. Um, oh, they are already married. I think that's also worth pointing out is that the marriage has already gone through. It's yeah. sort of a ceremony thing. and It would be ceremonial if you tried to halt the productions. Yeah, um, but there'd be a lot of paperwork associated with that. Yeah, yeah. paperwork would be involved just if that helps you come to a conclusion. Mm. Um, fan <laughs> of Bridget's. Uh, yes, uh, Halloween stuff is coming out. Bridget has made mm-hmm. a cryptid map. <gasps> it is a map of the United States with little drawings of cryptids and where they're from That's all really good. over the United that. States. That's it looks good. awesome. It um, looks so good. Mm. I just got like... A video from her today mm. of the um like a product video like just her like unfurling it Hell it yeah. looks so sick um buy one <laughs> <laughs> i need um, one and then also around halloween i'll have some stickers coming out uh, for her too yeah do you want to describe what of or oh yeah i've got like a cool like skull sword yeah. oh i've seen that it and is very good. i've got uh, an old timey energy drink potion called wench quencher nice, nice. and um uh, a unicorn skull that says born to horn yeah, um absolutely. <laughs> check it out <laughs> yeah those sound great um this might be a little too early but i did get confirmation that the um so shane and i have been writing a podcast together for yes. the rusty quill 
Um, we just finished submitting um, all the rough drafts and we've met our director <gasps> and the release date is set for July oh 2024. God. Congratulations. That's, that's awesome. So dope. That's I so know great. it's a bit away, but um, that's where we are in the Mark process. Mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. <laughs> all right. I think that's it. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>